you laying down? All right, we're ready. Hi, everyone. I'm Dan. I'm Andrew, and and we're over we're it. over it. All right, that was pretty close. You know, it's funny because I, you know, I have to I, I do the editing, and for the most part, it's really we we hit we hit a perfect moment. I think early this season where we would just look at each other and would nail it. And I think we're doing a good job considering uh, we can't see each other. Yeah. On Zoom. Um, but yeah, Dan, what's going on? Much too much. Um, can you hear me all right? Ooh, yeah, something just got all a little funky up in your audio. How about now? Yeah, there we go. Much much better. Great. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, things are going well. Um, what was your question? I threw me off. <laughs> and I just said, <laughs> I just said, how's it going? Good. Uh, so I'm over a lot of shit. Mm -hmm. um, first and foremost, I'm on vacation this week. And I've had meetings that I've had to go through even though I'm on vacation every single day. Which is horseshit. If you're going to set mandatory training for everyone, then you should probably stick to the original week that you wanted to do it. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, like, that just makes sense to me. And then... <laughs> and the, the counterpoint to be like, oh, well, those are recorded, so you could just go watch. No, because if I have a question, mm -hmm. then I have to go try and set up a meeting or a time to talk to somebody about all my questions. And then I went into one today where the facilitator was like, oh, I didn't think anybody will want this recorded, so I'm not going to record it. See? And I was like, so had I not been there, yeah, I would have had to either try and schedule something else. I would have just missed out on the information that's critical for us to getting started in August. Yeah, dude. Or in September. That, that's, that's fucking stupid. And of course, uh, you know, having to uh, uh, work... I mean, this this week, obviously, I know it's uh, orientation for a lot of higher ed. Right. Uh, and that shit's hard. That shit's tough to deal with. Yeah. And the excuse of, oh, these are unprecedented. Listen, Carol, it's unprecedented for everyone. Like, you're not alone. Okay. So if I hear unprecedented times one more time, I might, I, I might, I might just leave this earth and move to Canada. And I get it. Like, you know, it is unprecedented times. 100%. Totally agree. Understand it. I'm there with you. But also, <laughs> stop being a little bitch and using that for... It can't just be every... You already knew the times were unprecedented. Like, that can't just be your go-to. Like, oh, Excuse. everybody has to deal with my bullshit because unprecedented times. Like, yeah, you're not the only one. I think it was unprecedented March through June, and now right. it's not now it's not unprecedented anymore. There's, like, there's some precedent here now. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. The major thing that I really am over is I'm like I'm really going through some hard um, like quarantine depression. Oh, like, tell me, tell me about it. I mean, I get I, I get it when people like go a little nutty. Yeah. I mean, I'm not at the point where I'm like, I don't want to wear a mask. I, I don't want to be unsafe. And I'm not going to tell people that they're sheeple or shit like that. I'm not. Oh, I don't want to wear a mask at all, but, but I'm going to wear it. Yeah. It's, it's okay just, to not want to. It's just, just okay. Yeah. It's not, it's not okay not to do it. Exactly. I, it's just like, I'm tight. I mean, I, I did do a good thing for myself. I got a new desk chair. It actually uh -huh. has, um, real back support and good. 
it was like a hundred bucks. It's great. It's like not top of the line, but not bottom of the line. Happy with that. But it's just like, I'm tired of fucking being in my apartment and yeah. I keep noticing, oh yeah, the, the infection rates on the rise. So is it? Yeah, the, the infection rate went up by like 1% in New York again. And I'm like, fuck, because people, wow. really, people really are just not, it's, it's going to happen. But I'm like, you know, the, I'm, 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 set, I'm tired of being indoors because no. it's, all, it's also humid as fuck in my apartment, even when we have the AC on. Um, I, I can attest. Yeah, it's humid as fuck in our apartment. Even when, I mean, when we, we have this thing blasting all the time, and I'm like, my electric bill, I don't like this. Yeah. I don't like that I'm not creative because I'm just like, there's not an outlet. And I know people are like, oh, make your own outlet. I'm like, listen, I still make work. Make your own outlet. I bitch. still work. I still do other stuff. I like, I'm still trying to do things that I'm like, okay, helps my anxiety. But I'm just, I'm, I'm at the point where I'm like hitting a real depression. Like I, I'm not, I'm not working. I didn't work out this week at all because I'm just exhausted every day when I wake up and right. I'm back, I'm back to not sleeping well. And there's a few other mitigating factors. I don't necessarily want to want to either rehash or, or bring up a new for our listeners, but I'm telling you, like it's the COVID depression's hitting me and it is not fun and I'm not a fan. And I really just want everybody to be safe so that next year we don't have to do the same shit again. Cause I'm, that's what I'm worried about that we're going right. to do the same shit again. Cause this shit is not going away. And Good Lord, I, you know, I mean. I get it. No, I get it. I, I do wish if I could have one thing back right now, it would be the gym. Oh, Truly. same. Truly. Like, Literally I would, the same. I would even say like, hold off on the nightclubs, whatever. Just give us the gyms back. I don't need to go into a bar at all. Just yeah. give me the gym back. I don't need to go. I actually don't even really need to play gigs this year, even though I miss them. I actually missed the gym the most because the gym was like the time where I could just put in my headphones, watch whatever the fuck I wanted and just be by myself for a half an hour to an hour and just work out, schwitz everywhere, just feel good. Yep. And even like the walk to and from the gym because the gym was just far enough that it was like, oh, this is great. You know, I, and like last weekend, last Friday, Angie and I, um, we were, uh, we were going to watch... Oh, Brave, the, the Pixar movie Brave. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. I haven't seen it, but I know exactly what you're referring about. It's very cute. I have to admit, I had never seen it, and I was very, very, very surprised by how much I liked it and just by how, how cute it was. But we were like, okay, let's, let's watch Brave. Let's kind of hang out. Let's kind of play video games, do whatever. And we're like, oh, let's, let's nightcap at the bar to, down the stairs. We get downstairs, it's downpouring, and the place is like, yeah, it's an hour wait. I'm like, are you, are you, I'm like, Jeez, are you fucking an kidding me? An hour wait. People are coming out here just because they can. This is, I was like, this isn't safe. So we just ordered from Drizzly. I mean, please sponsor us, Drizzly, but we just, I got, you know, <laughs> just ordered from Drizzly, like a, like a case of like nice hard seltzers. We drank a bunch of hard seltzers and fucking hung out in air conditioning. Instead of outside in the muggy ass fucking heat. And that's the other thing too. Why are you going out? It's fucking disgusting out. I'm sorry. We're still at the disgusting part of the season where eating outside isn't my favorite thing in the world, you know? Right. Um, so I'm fucking I'm just I I'm over I'm over so many things. I kinda miss I kinda miss K-Town being very dead and scary and walking deadish because now that it's busy again, like yes, it's cool to see people, but 
people suck and people are the worst and the trash is back out and there's there's lots of crazy people out and it's just like no one's being safe and i you know i don't want to get sick you know yeah no absolutely and i think that oh it's been a really tough time for everyone and some people are and props to these people the people that have not gone outside not gone outside but you know what i mean like there's i'm still like talking to friends who are like i haven't done any of the outdoor dining i'm still treating everything like it's crisis mode hey that's smart it's smart but they're also the people that i see that are in the most like they're struggling the most mentally you know what i mean yeah that's and i'm like we're no longer where we were in march like we know a lot more we there's still a lot we don't know about the virus yes yeah but we know much more about how it spreads yeah and we know that the conventional wisdom of keep your mask on maintain Mm -hmm. your distance (laughs) and sanitize means that you can go out to the park you can go visit one or two friends as long as you're spaced out and then wearing your mask the whole time you know what i mean like yeah it's not to where we were before where any kind of interpersonal interaction equates to death you know what i mean like yeah and so i just worry for those people that like i am one am impressed and applaud those people for being as stringent as they are i know that i haven't been um (laughs) You know, I'm not over here at dance parties and whatnot, but, you know, if somebody says, let's go get some food, you know, I have no problem, again, putting my mask on. And then, like, what we did uh, a few weeks ago, like, everybody come through and then bring your own food so we don't have to share anything. Yeah. Um, You know, we'll sit around, but we're not going to be sitting next to each other, like, there are ways that you can still maintain some of that normalcy just in a different way. Exactly. And, you, you know, thank goodness that there are people that are treating it still that hard because we still need those. You can't be this cavalier with something like this where... Yeah. And I will say it has been nice, like in the past month, just having that normalcy of, you know, being able to see you and, uh, and Peter and Darwin... I mean, we've, we've been to see Peter and Darwin pretty much every weekend. And that's just something that was part of the reason why we lived in Manhattan, because so we could be close to friends yeah. and be close to our jobs, which I haven't been able to go back to the office yet. And they, of course, you know, push back our timing, which is fine. But I'm like, uh, man, lucky. like, I was like, man, this is where I was like, this is, this is, this is getting to be a lot. Like, it, it, it's well, getting... how do you feel about that return to the office mandate for some folks? Like we, my office has said that we had to get tested for COVID before the fifteenth, and that we had to be in the office again by next ooh. week. Ooh, ooh, ooh! I don't know about that one. I mean, they're also doing it by department and by by school, right? Which is ridiculous. That's like the whole the states versus the federal government. Like oh. it should be one united. I mean, the way that. See, this is something that I even made sure to to tell my my my, my CEO that he was doing an excellent job with this. Was a he was always communicating to like with what where the status of the company is, as well as status of us returning to work. 
listening to health guidelines. And yeah. we initially were supposed to be, be uh, supposed to be, be, uh, be in next week, but then uh, he goes, you know, just the way things are, uh, people are still uncomfortable about riding the trains. Let's just keep it uh, in, let's go in, in, in September after um, Labor Day. And yeah. we're all like, that's fine. And they're not even doing full staff. They're doing some sort of hybrid, you know, certain people from certain departments are going to be in at certain times so that we're all not sitting around each other. Not that we were ever like next to each other at the office. We all had our, you know, cubicle space, but they've, I, I, the, the one time I did go in, they had tons of hand sanitizer everywhere. They've got wipes, they've got everything. And I think that's, that's a good way to do it. I mean, we're a small enough company that it's really like not that big of a deal. Yeah. But they're at least doing the right things, I think, and being smart about it and being like, hey, this is what the directive we're getting and us making some sort of mandate makes no sense. And they're, yeah. also, they're also listening to us when people are like, I'm uncomfortable, especially people that live in the outer boroughs and have to travel kind of far. It's like, you know, you have to, turn, you have to transfer two trains to get to the office. I understand if you would rather work from home. And honestly, some people are thriving working from home. Yeah. I, I, I'm not, but that's, you know... I have you're not but you're still doing well you know what i mean yes. it's not like you're not thriving and that you can't get anything done it's just you would yeah. be more productive in the office i 100 percent. i mean I, I will say i also ordered myself a new mouse because i've been okay. using this regular whatever and i have a vertical mouse at the at the office and people are like why don't you just bring that home I'm like, no i want to leave my setup intact so when i go back it's perfect and it's beautiful and I can just go. But the monitor is a big deal. And I just bought, you know, it's a $25 vertical gaming mouse. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? Fine. This is close. That's the next step. I got the chair. Now all I have to do is get a new mattress. Good Lord, those are expensive, but. Uh. Just why is the, why is the price of, you know, being comfortable and sleeping well so much? Was that a rhetorical question? Very rhetorical. I oh, <laughs> Your inflection was like, is he going to say something else or is he done? No, I, you know, it's like there's, there are certain things that I'm very comfortable with in my life. Uh, those are just um, my style, like how I present myself. You know, most of the clothes that I own, very comfortable in that. I'm very comfortable, um, you know, in a lot of ways, but I get the worst sleep because the mattress I sleep on is absolute fucking trash so much so that my pillows which i got nice pillows recently are making it worse because they're so nice and the bed is so bad yeah so and we've looked at getting a new mattress and you know 300 bucks isn't that much split but it's also like okay would i rather spend that money on some new pots and pans that we need because we're cooking every meal or right. rather spend that on i don't know a utility bill like our i'm pretty sure our electric bill is going to be 300 dollars this month it was 200 dollars last month it's going to be 300 dollars this month so it's like yeah it's the, i can't imagine if i was unemployed and you know had my benefits taken away like i'm which is a thing which is a fucking thing which i mean god also i think we've said this multiple times but every day during this pandemic i'm like oh it can't get any worse and i wake up every day and, and it has gotten worse. Yeah. I subscribed to the New York Times. And why did I do that, Dan? It's worse. Every day is worse. I don't know how they do it, but every day is fucking worse. I mean, the po they're going after the post office now, Dan? But they always have been going after the post office. Not always, but like, that's like a... 
that's a big it's one. Been, it's been a thing for a while. Like the person that yeah. he put into that office is someone that is against the postal service to begin with. Yeah. And I mean, don't that is me something that we haven't talked about though, is the Kamala Harris Biden. Oh, ticket. well, Dan, I want to hear, I want to hear what you have to say first. But, I mean, Kamala Harris was never my, my choice, not my top choice at all. E. Warren um, for life. Exactly. I think E. Warren is much more representative of what the party um, wants in terms of progressive values. Yeah. Um, she doesn't have that problematic record as a prosecutor. <laughs> um, That's a big one. But she is younger. She is a person of color and she mm-hmm. is um, a great debater and infinitely more qualified and better respected, better, more capable of leading the country should something happen to, to Biden than Mike Pence. <laughs> she is much more of a unifier. Um, I think that she's the kind of person that would treat every situation with the care that it needs but I just don't think she's going to bring the large scale systemic change as it relates to the economic policies and, you know, just really address those issues that are, that are really impacting a lot of Americans. So overall, yes. Am I happy that we have somebody like Kamala Harris? Sure. Yes. Was she my top choice? Definitely not. But, you know, we don't always get what we want. I think, I think where, where I kind of, um, where I kind of land with this is, uh, you know, Kamala Harris is the first adrenaline shot that the Biden campaign has been able to get. People are kind of fired up for this, you know, whereas yeah. like his campaign was like, oh, well, bleh, bleh. I actually would have loved to see Tammy Duckworth because I really like her. Yeah, that would have been a uh, that would have been a great. But I think once George Floyd happened, there was no way they weren't going to pick a person like a, a black or brown person. Yeah, which they need, which they needed to. And here's here's where here's where I uh, see Kamala Harris. She is smart. She is well spoken. Yeah, she doesn't suffer fools gladly at all. And we all know Biden's going to be a one-term president. That dude yeah. is one term. And I well, would, he said that he's a one-term president. Yeah. And I also have to admit that since, you know, Kamala dropped out of the presidential race, uh, you know, I was following her on Twitter because I followed all the democratic candidates on Twitter. Cause I just, I you know, want to keep up with them. Cause I, you know, I'm also yeah. a big Yang gang guy, but she has adopted way more progressive stuff than when she was running. And she's also, she's not as, publicly apologetic for her career as a prosecutor, which I don't like, but she is a lot more willing to admit that she was wrong and willing to be more progressive. She's talking about doing, you know, the universal income and during the pandemic and also like giving money back for all the time it was missing. Listen, I hear you. I I do hear you. But at the same time, maybe I'm jaded but if I was trying to be VP and I saw that there were a lot of moderate candidates, I would probably, you know, publicly shift some of my values 
it's to also be more progressive. I mean, not to not to date when we record this, but this has been it's maybe been forty eight hours since they announced. So it's like yeah. there's still time. There's still time to work on the platform, but she's just done a better job of uh, embracing the the progressive ideas. It's not going to be perfect. And someone actually put put it to me this way. They said that uh, they said that presidential campaigns are like like public transportation because you know no one likes the bus but sometimes you have to take the bus to where you want to go so this is a way bit more of a transitory sort of presidentship to get us out of this fucking horrid shit that's been happening for the past three and a half years and moving towards the the progress that that we want that you and i both want so is is basically hiring a glorified cop as your vp a good idea not necessarily but i do think that she's been a senator senator right yeah senator long enough and she's been you know she's been a voice of reason long enough that i th- i think that we can move in the right direction i'm also going to vote for them no matter what i mean that's like that's not we're not even i'm not even going to be one of those people that's all butthurt or whatever or like this birtherism that's coming out it's like dude she's from oakland more birtherism yeah they're like is she even mm-hmm. eligible it's like yo she's from oakland she's from california right born and raised. like you can't and oh my yeah no it's it's the, the it literally took 48 hours for the brother for the brothers to come out and be like is she a citizen is she eligible it's like jesus christ stop wearing it so hard on your sleeve i will say that's you know that was a choice in terms of um in terms of picking a running mate that comes from a state that you don't have to worry about (laughs) over picking a picking a candidate like Gretchen, what's her name? Oh my God, um, the governor of Michigan. I can't remember what her name is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, no, it's not Tulsi Gabbard. Is that the right thing? No, no, no. 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 I just, that's I said, a, that's her, her name is uh, Gretchen. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But um, she would have been a smart choice because of how she, as a white woman, handled the George Floyd protests in support of her. Um, in support of her citizens yes um as well as the fact that she not only handled that situation well but she also presented a very pragmatic like this is how we should deal with it this is how you know what i mean like standing up to donald trump this that and the other i think is um a much better representation but again like i think kamala harris will do fine i think she's a great individual i don't i'm not worried about her i just am hopeful that because not everybody in the black and brown community is on board with her yet yeah they're not very excited about like I think once a few months passed passed by, and maybe this is why Biden waited so long before he revealed who it was, to kind of keep that initial momentum going as long as possible. But we'll see how people react to a Biden-Harris ticket, because also racism is going to play a big part in this as well. Oh, of course. I, you know, it's it's such old hat at this point. Old hat. I, God, I mean, not to, 
remember two years ago when we were like, we're never going to get political on this podcast. Well, too fucking bad. <laughs> when fucking our, our, our dumbass president is like, literally like, oh yeah, um, if Biden gets elected, kiss the white suburbs goodbye. Girl, get the fuck oh, yeah. out of here. Fuck you. The suburbs don't want you. The Hamptons don't want you. Nobody fucking wants you. You're a fucking walking Cheeto bag that fucking needs more pressure on your hair. I, it's, I, he's one, one like frontal lobe dementia episode at one of his press conferences from dropping an N word. It's going to happen. Oh, I mean, he, what he said about suburban moms being scared because of Kamala Harris. Oh my God. I think that's just peak racism. Like you can't tell me that that, that isn't it. No, of course. But then he goes around saying he's done more for the black community than anybody else. I'm like, oh yeah. Just, he says the same thing about the queer community when he's always trying to take down people's rights. Look at your fucking VP. That dude like is the worst. I, I get it. I hear you. Goodness. But uh, moving away from that, what else is going on in your life? So, you know, as, as with anybody trying to hustle, uh, I, I still get requests, obviously, during this time. People have a lot more time on their hands. They want to do lessons. And I, I, don't, I wouldn't consider myself uh, an educator. I would not consider myself a good teacher. But I, I can do it, and I'm not bad. Like, I, I've, I've, I've uh, given private lessons before, especially to, like, some pretty good bass players. So it's, like, not something I'm uncomfortable with. Uh-huh. But, when, but when I was unemployed a few years ago, I, I made this profile on Lessons.com. And, yes, I am fucking putting that place on blast because you can't quit the service. Your profile is uh-huh. up there forever. But basically, you have to pay to give a quote Beside after the initial quote. So someone has to pay to ask you for a quote and you have to pay to give them a quote. That's so, so silly. Yeah. So basically, and every single person that's ever contacted me, I've contacted back and I've given them very fair rates, very, very, very fair rates. Like if I was going to go to someone that I looked up to for a lesson, right? you know, like a good base, like a really, really good bassist, $125 an hour. Easy. Uh-huh. Even people like um, this electric bassist I worked with a little a few years ago, who's not famous, but you know he he's really well known and blah blah blah. Seventy five dollars an hour. Yeah, I'm a nobody, and I'm asking for forty dollars an hour. Like I'm really pretty good, but even then, I'm like I'm like nah, just like I'll do like thirty five for you know a half an hour because honestly, like hour lessons are really tough i've never known anyone that needs more than about 45 minutes worth of training for anything that's just my thing and every time i tell everyone my rate and i tell everyone this is what i offer it's always a battle last time i went through this shit a guy literally tried to talk me down be like i'm not so sure about this like i want to do 20 dollars an hour or 20 dollars a half an hour but like maybe you'll give me a lesson for free see how we go and i literally go dude I cannot be bartered with like this. This is my rate. If you're uncomfortable with this, you can move on. I yeah. don't need you. So every time, and this, you know, this, this, this nice young person who uh, wants ukulele lessons, because I do offer ukulele lessons because I am proficient at the ukulele enough where I can teach you everything you want to know. Yeah. I won't, 
I won't teach you to master it, but I will teach you to basically like you could go to a cookout and play somewhere with the rainbow. To a and, cookout, yeah. And you're gonna play great. You go- Thanks everyone for listening. As always, please, please, please feel free to follow us on Instagram at we're underscore over underscore it. You can also find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash over it for bloopers, deep dives, and other exclusive content. You can also find all of our social media links via Patreon as well. And wish we had better audio. Well, us too. Help us deliver high quality content by making a one-time donation at either our anchor page or via ko-fi.com. That is ko-fi.com slash over it with dandrew that's all one word and that's d-a-n-d-r-e-w finally please take a few minutes to give us not a one not a two but a five-star review on itunes podcast the reviews really help us grow our membership and connect with other folks who are also over it with that i'm dan i'm andrew and we're over it. it